Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 30 of Transformers Armada. It is Runaway. This episode was written by Izayo Shizuya. And the last time on Transformers Armada, the Autobots claimed possession of the Requiem Blaster in spite of Rad's ignorant worldview. And in this episode, Jim Conrad reminds us what the Requiem Blaster is, and Paul and I are on a bus heading back to Defimbus Studios. Opening bumper. And when we come back, we're on the moon, and Megatron's having the Minicons give him a tune-up, I guess, like new plugs and wires, radiator flush, two coats of wax, and Thrust comes in and reminds us that the Autobots have the Requiem Blaster, even though Jim Conrad just told us that, but Megatron <laughs> thinks if they could get it back, they could settle the score, and, oh, look, Megatron, Thrust says, your guardian star is shining bright tonight. <laughs> yeah, although I, I do have to point out, Megatron's not just getting repaired, he tells the Minicons to make me invincible. Uh, but I do like that Megatron is like, you know, Thrust, I've had enough of you. Your yep. stupid signs. Either this plan works <laughs> or you're toast. <laughs> but if you, uh, if it does work, I'll give you two cities. Like he promises them <laughs> some reward. But now with the Autobots, Alexis tells us in a voiceover that ever since Optimus took that stupid Requiem Blaster home, it's been nothing but arguments around this place. Yeah. Uh, although the argument seems to be everybody against Optimus, because every Autobot is like, hey, we should use this thing right now to kill all the Decepticons, right? And they're all in agreement, except Optimus goes, I don't know. <laughs> yes, and uh, like even Red Alert's like, it, it makes sense, and yeah. uh, Blur thinks, oh, it might not be that easy. Yeah, Scavenger's the only one who's like, eh, I don't know, but he does say, like, he's not against it. Yeah, he's like, it's your call, boss, but now with Red, Fred, and Vaughn, they're walking oh, along idiots. the hallway with three minicons. Uh, I think it's the ones that formed the Requiem Blaster. And yeah. They're up to something, I guess, because they're trying not to be caught. And Red says they're doing the minicons a favor by doing this, And because if they keep hanging around here, they're liable to end up being forced to fight. And then we go back to the moon, and Demolisher and Cyclonus come upon Thrust, and he kind of explains that he's hijacked the world's satellites. He's going to... He's spying on the Autobots. And back with the Autobots, Optimus wants to talk to the minicons that make up the Requiem Blaster before he makes a decision, and he sends Sparkplug is a little guy that should have been Bumblebee. Yeah. Off to go get them. Yeah, and he, and he like walks out of frame and then walks back into frame. He's like, they're not here. <laughs> yes, he like, starts what? the whole Where base. That's, <laughs> it's done. They're, they're not here. So the Autobots decide they're going to head out to, there must be with the kids. Remember that. And then we go to the kids in the Minicons and they're in disguise at a bus stop. And okay, so I get that the Minicons, like, because they're wearing legitimate disguises like hats yeah. and sunglasses and jackets, but they're Transformers, like one of them's a truck. Like they could just transform and be in disguise outside. Anyway, uh, there's a lady with a dog. Yeah, well, yeah, and, uh, Fred's writing a letter. Oh, the no. He's like kind of sniffling, and Vaughn's is like, What the hell are you doing? And it's a letter to Fred's mom about how much he likes her spaghetti sauce and how her pot <laughs> roast is inspirational. Vaughn's yeah. like, Man, you're an idiot. As soon as we drop these guys off, we're coming back. <laughs> so uh, then, like I said, there's this lady and her dog who barks at them, which, I mean, going by Terminator rules means the minicons are the bad guys. But. <laughs> This is weird. Where like I don't I don't know if it's Sky Blast. I don't know which one it is, but it like beeps at her and she says, "Oh, that must be your language." And then, "What's your name?" Beep bop beep bop boop. Oh, could you say it louder? <laughs> yes. And anyway, she offers him a cookie, and then uh, I think it's Rad comes and takes him away. He's like, "No, no, 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 he's on a diet. He can't have one." <laughs> wow, that sure was a close one. And 
Back at the base, the Autobots, they've searched everywhere. I guess more than uh, whatever his name is, <laughs> Sparkplug did. Yeah. The Minicons are gone, and that can only mean they went to the city, I guess. And uh, all the Autobots except Jetfire and Scavenger head out. Yeah, even though the last time they dealt with this in the last beat, Optimus said, let's all head out. Anyway, uh, the kids get on a bus and start... Or, or the, yeah, I guess the kids are on a bus, but we really just get a bunch of cuts of the Autobots and the bus out on the highway, and they're all radioing and saying, can't find them, can't find them, I'm stuck in traffic! Yes, and meanwhile the kids are explaining, oh, that's a store over there, no, that's a ballpark, <laughs> and... and yeah. Rad's like, oh, you guys really like learning. Hey, why don't you ask me a question since you like learning so much? But before the Minicon can ask Rad, hey, why are you so fucking annoying? They see Hotshot <laughs> driving up behind them. So uh, they, the Autobots all make contact. Oh, and there's a, like a brief cutaway where Jet fires. He's the one stuck at the uh, base this time, which got a laugh out of me in an episode I didn't care for. Um, but uh, then Thrust sees this all on satellite and starts formulating his plan. Um, and then... I guess the this was weak. The bus goes over train tracks and hotshot. I don't know. He he could have gotten past it, but whatever. Yeah, but Optimus just drives right around it, like yeah. the, the level crossing, and keeps following the bus. And on the moon, Thrust realizes Optimus is following this bus, and could it be? Ooh. And commercial break. And when we come back, Optimus is still trailing the bus, and hotshot is just sitting at the train tracks, like, ah, oh, I'm stuck. It, I don't know. It was every. I know that they have to be in disguise. I get it. It's the premise of the show. I'm not arguing in that. But it just felt like he was sitting there going, like twiddling his thumbs. Well, this was happening anyway. Well, he yeah, stuck he behind... would be the last Autobot to just sit there. He would really? do something to get around this train. <laughs> he would have been the one to try and beat the train over the tracks. Really? Yeah. Even when in, before the commercial break, when the tracks came or the thing came down, he was. Uh, like, he could have made it. He had enough time. Anyway, whatever. Uh, but with Smokescreen and Red Alert are also stuck in traffic, and Blur's like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. take the side streets. And uh, meanwhile, back with the bus, it pulls up beside a cornfield, and I guess the driver had no questions about that. And the kids' minicons get out, and Alexis leads them across this field to an abandoned farm. Yeah, this is where they're going to live forever, I guess. Yes. And they go inside the house, and Fred's like, all right, who wants waffles? Because he brought his waffle iron, but there's no electricity. I love that Fred says, this is a good place to hide until, quote, things cool off. Oh, and by things, Rad, do you mean the millions-year-old intergalactic war? Yes. <laughs> well, they find the other millions of minicons. <laughs> we'll just hang out here. We didn't bring food. Uh, the, oh, oh, but then don't worry, don't worry. Rad... Sets up a tin can string trap. Yeah, like in Fallout 4, except it's horizontal rather than vertical. And like Alexis brings a mirror out so they can use it to look out the window, she says, instead of just looking out the window. And it's just a weak setup. And then it's just wacky hijinks in the barn. Vaughn gets yanked up to the loft on a string. Yeah, but now they're chopping. Wait, no, wait, no, no, no. Now Vaughn's is a cowboy. Yes. He calls himself Billy for some reason. I'm Billy the Kid. But, uh, yeah, there's a whole pile of clothes just lying over there, and you guys can get some, too, if you want. I think Carlos grabs a hat later. Then we're back in the moon, and Demolisher checks in on Thrust, but Thrust isn't there. So we go back to the kids, and they're all hanging out in the ranch. Yep, and everything's, uh, I think, uh, Alexis says it's so peaceful and serene and all I could think until Bart Raccoon wakes up. <laughs> yeah! 
Did they have that show in the States? I wonder that. Um, I think, yeah, no, I've, I've known Americans who have seen the raccoons. Uh, dear American listeners, I'm, I'm sure a couple of you, if you were born in the 80s, saw the raccoons. Cyril Sneer and all that goodness. But uh, they're having a great old time here at the farm, and the minicons are trying to catch a butterfly, and Fred is still hungry, so I guess he's not having a good time. But then the can trap goes off because Thrust is here. Yeah, so the kids run inside, which, as you do, uh, and then Thrust just lifts the roof up. Yeah, like he's opening a box. <laughs> yeah. Here's the, it, it was very, very cartoony. I know we're in a cartoon, but still. Uh, this is where the mirror's a payoff from the setup. Alexis uh, angles it and blinds Thrust so all the kids in the Minicons can run away. And uh, then they, I don't know, he gets, they chase him into a, he gets chased into a bar. This got so dumb. Well, basically, it's it's Home Alone kind of stuff now. Like, the kids yeah. push the perfectly cylindrical logs that the they had cut and sawed down earlier yeah. down the hill, and they hit thrust in the shins, but they don't stop him. Like, of course not. Septicon. And then Vaughn's and Billy try the old lasso trap bit, but oh, when they tighten lasso. it around Thrust's foot, he just keeps walking like nothing even happened. Yeah, this was kind of like Carnival when they got, you know, where they were hanging onto the hot air balloon. Yes. But at and least, again, Rad's like, just let go. And at least this time they do, they're like, oh yeah, I could do that. So they <laughs> let go, and Thrust turns around to stomp on one of them, but the other kids roll, I guess there's an apple cart here now, they just roll a cart into his leg. Yeah, and that apparently causes him to lose his balance, and owie, the kids, mini-cons, they run and hide in the barn, and when Thrust looks in the window, a piece of metal comes flying out and hits him in the face, <laughs> and that did it. No more Mr. Nice Decepticon. Paul, get up. Scott's taking down the barn. He just starts <laughs> smashing it. He yeah, rips it apart, and as he, he rips the wall open, he's like, now I got yous. All of a sudden, you hear meep, meep, and Optimus <laughs> plows into him in vehicle mode and sends him flying. Yeah, yes, if the kids are okay, but Thrust gets up and says, I want those minicons, and Optimus is like, no, because I know what you want them for. <laughs> you would be a naughty boy. Uh, so Thrust, uh, Thrust transforms, opens fire, blasts Optimus into, I guess, what could only be a feather silo, because then Optimus yes. turns on his hair dryer hands. I <laughs> those leaf blowers. Yeah, basically. But he blows feathers, it's not leaves, it's feathers, into <laughs> Thrust's face, and then he super things. Yep, and when Thrust sees that, he's like, yeah, all right, I'm out of here. He retreats. So we then go to what is admittedly a nice shot. It's like a dur drawn during magic hour, the, su the sun setting. It's a really, the colors are great. It's really yeah. nice. Uh, and the kids apologize to Optimus just as the other Autobots arrive. Mm -hmm. Brad tells them they took the Minicons because, you know, some Minicons don't want to fight. And Optimus is like, hi, I'm Optimus. I don't think I've met you yet, you fucking idiot. They're like, <laughs> I'm not going to make the Minicons fight if they don't want to. Like, we've yeah. been through this. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that leads everyone to decide that teamwork is their best weapon, which uh, comes out of nowhere, but it's correct. Um, and then Alexis has a voiceover where she's an idiot because she insists that Rad will be a great leader one day. The three minicons that form the most powerful weapon in the universe don't want to be used for that purpose ever again, or at least that's what the kids believe, and to keep the Autobots from forcing them to, and because apparently neither the Autobots nor Decepticons can detect minicons after they're activated for some reason, the kids are going to hide them on an abandoned farm. Well, you had to put them somewhere. 
But there's a cornfield right beside the place. Somebody must have planted it. Good chance he's going to be back come harvest time. The Minicons could be seen. So why not send them somewhere humans can't go and the Decepticons wouldn't think to look? Like the bottom of the ocean or Mars. Two of them turned into space vehicles and one of them flew here from the moon in a matter of seconds. Mars shouldn't be out of the question. Even if you leave the guy that turns into a truck behind, he can't form the Requiem Blaster by himself. Without his buddies, he's a paperweight. Besides, what are they going to do all day in an abandoned farm? Sit around and watch the floorboards warp? There's no cows to milk, no sheep to shear, no horses to boot them across the barn, no goats to... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. Runaway, Paul, what did you think of this episode that was just off the rails? Uh, I liked it even less than the seat on this bus. My god, man, look, there's fucking gum under the armrest. Oh, I've been, dude, I've been sitting in something wet the entire time. I, I didn't like it. Like, I mean, Optimus doesn't even get mad at Rad for doing this. Like, you, you took these guys away from where, it, it, not, if nothing else, they were safe from the Decepticons because the Decepticons, if it's well, and if it's as effective as, what's his name's Firewall, then it's useless, but the <laughs> shield around the base is keeping them from getting in, right? The, at least in here, they're safe from them and humans aren't going to see them. Yeah, this this episode just highlights why children should not be in Transformers series in, in like, reality, quote-unquote. What Rad did legitimately put the entire fate of the galaxy at risk. Yes. It, like it, like I said, it, if these guys are so powerful when they're together, separate them. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> put one guy here. Put one guy here. <laughs> yeah. And we've done it twice already, Paul, but we're, we're really short on this episode because not a lot happened. Not a lot of, not a lot of things happened. Uh, so what do you say? We have another round of On the Darts. All right. Besides, the bus isn't there yet. Oh, yeah, we've got like seven more hours. Uh, so this round of On the Darts is going to be Prime. Let's start. we got to start with the two big ones, Paul. Uh, Transformers Prime Optimus, is he on the darts? Uh, no. Th- this Optimus definitely would not be on there. I don't think he would be, no. I think he did. He was on the darts before he became a, quote, dad. Yeah, okay. I can kind of see that, yeah. He had some life experiences, but he's a smart dad. He knows He knows not to smoke anymore. He's keep, you know, he doesn't drink either, for what it's worth. <laughs> okay, uh, Prime Megatron. Uh, definitely. Yeah, Prime Megatron would, definitely, I, I think. Yeah. Not not like uh, export a green death kind of thing. He'd just be like regular cigarettes. But, yeah, it's uh, just like he smoked since he was a teenager, and he, he does doesn't care that it's bad for you, and he's never going to quit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to the Autobots here, Paul. RC. Ah, wow. I think we said this before with another character. She does, but she knows she shouldn't and doesn't really like it, but just the stress from dealing with all her... The other, uh, the other Autobots and Jack, and like, oh, that boy's gonna drive me to drink. And you yeah. see her lighting one cigarette with the last one. <laughs> uh, I could, I could see that. I honestly see her as she only does it when she like she bums a cigarette off of the hot guy at a party. She has a thing for, and she <laughs> hates that she does that. But she does it anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go back to the Decepticons. Knockout is knockout on the darts. Uh, again, remember where I said he, the guy with the sleeve rolled up and the, the deck of smokes in the rolled up sleeve? Yeah. That's knockout for absolute sure. <laughs> he thinks it's cool. Yeah, I could see him doing that greaser thing. I could also see him him be like, you know, he's like, oh, don't smoke around me. You know, you're good. the smell's going to get in my upholstery. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He was kind of like the Decepticon Doctor character, wasn't he? He yeah, was, he but at the same time, I could see him with a cigarette in his mouth, but I, I think he would 
hate the smell. He would have like air fresheners hanging on, on the interior. <laughs> okay, let's do a couple more here. Let's go back to the Autobots, but in a different way. Jack. You think Jack was ever on the darts? Uh, Jack strikes me as the kid that would have tried it like once, maybe twice when he was like 13. And then, because by his age, you pretty well figure out which way you're going to go with it. And he just is like, you know what? I was sick as a fucking dog. So, no. Yeah, I, I think Jack has tried, but decided it wasn't for him. Or, or his mother caught him and did the whole I'm disappointed bit with him. Oh, kind of I could totally see that. Couldn't you picture June doing that? Especially where she's a nurse, right? You know what? Let's just like put a little uh, uh, asterisk here. June, I could see that June is on the darts. Yeah, I really could. I, I actually could. <laughs> Keeps it very well hidden from Jack. You know, doesn't doesn't let anybody know, but well, that's actually a that. well-known fact is that a lot of nurses lot do of nurses smoke smoke. because yeah, it is an incredibly stressful job. It is okay. Last one. Let's do a Decepticon Dreadwing. Oh, oh yeah, I remember him now. He was a Tony Skysquake's brother. Yeah. Oh, the voice alone. Uh, definitely. I think he would. I think he's the kind of guy who would, like, pick up a butt from a cigarette tray if there's enough tobacco in it and light that. Yeah. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. <laughs> bulkhead. Animated bulkhead, definitely no. Prime bulkhead, I could kind of see it, but it would be the kind of thing he would either quit or really start to hide after Miko shows up. Yeah, I could see that. I could see this the, uh, prime bulkhead in a number of years as he's matured, picking up cigars. Guaranteed, though, like, if, if he were a smoker before and then when Miko came along, she would be like, you smoke? Oh, that's, that's so uncool. Well, there we are, another round of On the Darts and another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Past. If you want to see a couple relics, you can find us on <laughs> social media, on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at pmacpherson1. And there might be reruns of uh, Beachcombers on YouTube somewhere. Probably. And uh, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. Until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Yeah, no, I was, I was right. There's like another six and a half hours left before we get back. All right, who wants waffles?